Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and I'm recording this on a rather rainy early fall day here in Iowa. Still, like the world, under epidemic lockdowns and things, so not commuting very much. Well, not at all. Working at home, and so uh, this is a little run out of the house, and so I have a chance to record something about logical relations. We're talking about logical relations, and um, there's uh, what I want to talk about today is uh, something that um, goes by the name of the basic lemma or the fundamental property. Uh, It has a few names like that that you see in papers and and other writings about this. And um, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today for logical relations is what is the so-called basic lemma or fundamental property of logical relations. And, uh, And just as a reminder, so, you know, logical relations are um, a certain kind of relation between algebraic structures. And so, you know, the basic setup here, let's just review, is we've got um, a signature, which tells us some symbols and their simple types. Right, at least for now, we're in the realm of simple types. So we just have some base types and function types built between simple types. Okay, so you got your signature has some symbols and their types. And, uh, you know, as in traditional algebra, you know, that's that's not very different from what you have in traditional algebra, except here the types could be higher order. If you want to, you could have a set of base types. You don't have to have just a single base type. Like a group, you just say, oh, I've got these operations, you know, these three operations, and you don't need more than one base type to talk about them. Um, but for, you know, more complicated situations, it's it's fine to have some set of base types and some set of operations with their simple types, but possibly higher order simple types. Okay, so that's your signature. It basically just tells you what are the what are the symbols of this little language. And what is the little language? Well, it's basically simply type lambda calculus plus these constants, these symbols that are in the signature. Okay, and so um, you know that sort of sets up the language. And then there's a semantics for this language, which is in certain algebraic structures. So the algebraic structure has to provide some, um, well, it has to tell you what the meanings of all the types are, and it has to tell you what the, so those, the meanings of these types are sets of some objects, rather. So this is a set theoretic uh, semantics. And so the, so you say, well, you know, this base type, like if I had a base type nat, then I might say, oh, the, the interpretation of that base type is the set of all natural numbers. Or it could be something else. It could be the set of all real numbers. It could be the set of something totally un, totally different, right? Semantics has a, quite a bit of leeway from syntax. Uh, anyhow, so you have your meanings of your... Somebody going the wrong way in a one way. Um, you've got the... Um, meanings of your types, and then you have to say what the constants are. So um, the constants are these sets. What are these sets of the, that are the, the, the meanings of the types? Well, they're just some sets or other of mathematical objects, whatever you want. And um, then you have to have the meanings of the constants. So you say, like if you are in a group, you have to say, well, what is the, you know, this binary operation that every group is supposed to have, and what is this inverse operation, and what is this identity element? You have to say what they are, and the things you pick have to be in the meanings of the types that the signature says they have, okay? 
So that makes sense. Your signature says there's a symbol, you you know, identity of type of simple type E, let's say, for the type of your elements of your group. And um, and so then whatever meaning you give for E, the type of elements of the group, this um, identity element has to be, yeah, the meaning of the identity element has to be in the meaning of E. Okay, so that's all clear enough. Um, and additionally, because we have this higher order structure, there's this one extra requirement, which is that, um, well, there, there's some extra requirements. We, uh, we need to have an interpretation for application, and we need to be able to interpret lambda abstractions uh, into, our, um, into our algebra. Okay, so um, actually, I'd like to say more about some of that. For interpreting applications, it's easy. We just say that the, the structure that's interpreting our signature has to have uh, an interpretation for application. So there has to be some function in some in within our algebra that. Um, can take something that's in the interpretation of a simple type, uh, sorry, of simple function type, and it can take something that's in the interpretation of the domain part of that function type, and it has to give you back something that's in the interpretation of the range part of the function type, the codomain part of the function type. So it's, and this, you know, you can, it's often denoted app, um, and it's, it's an operation in your algebraic structure that lets you combine things that are in the meanings of function types with things that are in the meanings of the input parts of those function types. So it's just, it gives us semantics for application. Um, as far as interpreting lambda abstractions, uh, this seems to be a bit more involved. And I think I'm going to defer talking about that at the moment. Um, partly because I just don't feel like I have a solid enough grasp of that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but the part, okay, so anyway, um, let's just assume we, that there's some setup where it makes sense, where we have a way of interpreting lambda abstractions as well. Then we can basically take any simply typed term over this signature of constants, and we can interpret it into this algebraic structure. And so this is sort of a semantic um, activity we're engaged in here. We have this syntactic uh, entity, which is this simply type lambda calculus plus over constants, and we can interpret expressions in this language, we can interpret them into these structures. And so for every um, expression, we get some meaning that's in the, the structure. And, um, and it's a you know, relatively routine exercise then to prove that that, that that semantic fact actually holds, that given a term of simply type lambda calculus with some constants in it, that if you interpret it in this way that is kind of almost spelled out, except I didn't, spell, I didn't say about lambda abstractions really, but let's just assume there's some, we know how to do that, um, that you prove inductively that um, any term uh, that has a certain simple type, its meaning really is in the meaning of that simple type in, the, in any structure you want, as long as the structure, you know, interprets the constants correctly and, and is otherwise a 
correct structure. I mean, it has to have this application and whatever it has to do for lambda abstractions, it has to do. Okay, so that's a sort of a semantic argument. Uh, take expressions in the simply type lambda calculus, interpret them into structures, and we can prove that that works correctly. We can prove that the syntactic typing you have, term having a syntactic type, corresponds to a semantic typing you have, meaning the interpretation of the term is a member of the set that that's, you've specified as the meaning of the type. Okay? So, um, so you say, ah, okay, so is that the basic lemma? <laughs> no. No, but I, it, the, because remember, this is, this is like kind of a complicated setup. We have this higher language, we interpret into these structures, but a logical relation is a relation between structures. So there's actually yet one more extra layer of stuff here, which is the logical relation between these structures, okay? And uh, so, so the, 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 the fundamental property or the basic lemma, as you see it called variously, is actually making a, a similar sort of soundness statement um, where we were just saying, well, you know, the, the syntactic typing, um, if you have a syntactically typable term, then it's also sort of semantically make typable. That is, the interpretation has in, is in the interpretation of the type. Um, but, so for logical relations, we have a similar kind of semantic soundness statement, but it's for the logical relation. And what it says is, you could summarize it now by saying, if you have two of these algebraic structures, let's talk about binary uh, logical relations for a minute. If you have, or for all the time we have, if you have two of these algebraic structures and you have a logical relation between them, which I don't have time to review for you now, but we talked about this for a few episodes here, uh, then the um, then this, the basic lemma or the fundamental property says that the interpretation in the first algebra of your simply type term is related by the logical relation to the interpretation in the second algebra of your simply typed term. Okay, so that the two, um, the, uh, so there's a sort of soundness of your, uh, your typing rules with respect to the to any logical relation between any two structures. And so, um, yeah, so the just the way with the so we have sort of a unary and a binary kind of situation. The unary case we have this algebra. The binary case we have this relation between algebras. And in each of these cases, your typing rules are sound. Um and in the case of the just interpreting into the algebras, the sort of unary situation. Um I'm saying unary because we're more or less in that case we can think of the algebra as kind of a unary I mean it's it's basically consists of a bunch of sets, and sets can be thought of as predicates, so you could think of them as unary relations. Um, and so the syntactic typing is sound with respect to this sort of unary semantics, just into a single algebra, but it's also sound with respect, and that part, you know, soundness into the algebra, that's pretty intuitive because if you just studied algebra, abstract algebra even a little bitty bit in college or something, you know, this idea that we have meanings for various operations, you know, various symbols that we want to, you know, we, I mean, we, you often, do, mathematicians, I don't know if they even think of it this quite this linguistically, right? They just say, oh, 
to be a group, you have to have these three things that have to satisfy these laws. You're not necessarily thinking, well, I've got this language for group terms, and I need to have a semantics for that into a structure. That's fine. Um, but that is, you know, sort of more logical or logic-oriented or linguistic way of looking at what you're doing. So there's a sort of natural soundness. My language, sort of um, everything my language says is true, really does hold in my model. And But we can basically go from having a unary, this unary interpretation, sort of um, these elements in the structures, to a binary interpretation. But it's the same kind of thing. You're saying... Um, my, but now your language, your syntax is saying something, you're, we're basically giving it a funnier semantics, a, a sort of surprising semantics that we can interpret, um, types as basically binary predicates, uh, on interpretations of terms, you know, so we can say, you know, what does it mean to have type nat? In the unary case, it says, well, it means you're an element of the set of algebra one or the algebra of algebra two that it has been chosen to interpret the NAT base type. But in the binary semantics, it says, um, well, you're, you're in, you're a member of some predicate, some binary predicate that's been chosen to interpret NAT where that binary predicate, um, is on elements, pairs of elements of algebra one and algebra two. Um, so I guess really what I wanted to say in summary is that, uh, you know, this, this so-called fundamental property or basic lemma is, uh, is a semantic fact. This is not an original observation of mine or anything. And, but I guess what struck me and what I wanted to sort of ponder on a little bit here was the fact that we, we sort of have two semantic facts. We have the one sort of like soundness with respect to an algebra, and then we have soundness with respect to a logical relation between algebras. And it's sort of a, you know, it's kind of a rich and interesting setup that you have, um, sort of difference, different semantics you can give to these types. And the basic lemma says that, that is, um, the semantics is correct, or that your typing rules, are, I should say, are correct with respect to that semantics. Okay, well, anyway, um, thanks for listening. And, you know, if you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to shoot me an email. And otherwise, I hope you're well wherever you are.